Welcome back to the Mr. Prime Minister podcast. I'm Matt, and the co-host. Is... Unfortunately, he decided to to intro. I don't know why he decided to do that. Twenty five percent. I didn't equity. give him any blessing to do it. Twenty five percent. Got to change it up, though. Co-host. You know. Well, look, you flubbed it. Yeah, I did flub it. I went in. You went in for the kill, and, I... and you nailed it. Yep. Just owe myself another five percent equity. <laughs> no, that's just not how it works. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you get it when you when you start like editing or even just reading wikipedia no actually no that 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 would ruin the podcast if you if you imagine that if you come in armed and ready and like you fact check me Uh, that might be a good episode here's here's the thing do it here wait wait i'll pick a i'll pick a random prime minister i'll just go through like you know how how many prime ministers have we had oh man keep saying uh, 32 okay so i'll pick one of them Obviously, mm-hmm. not including any of the ones we've already done, and yeah. probably not anyone that's probably been around since I've been alive. Yeah, and I'll pick one, and then that'll that'll be the surprise week where I'm the like expert on that prime minister. I like it. I really like it. And I'll be like, actually, Chris, well, when um, we start today, well, I, like, what do I know about any of the prime ministers? <laughs> you even know the guy's name. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, who knows the even fourth better. prime minister, right? Well, it's if, probably is it is. I mean, it's probably one we've already had before, so. Yeah, well, for anyone wondering, it's not actually, it's a new guy. Um, brand new. George. A male? Yeah. <laughs> George Reed. Mr. George Reed. George Reed. Okay, so so there is a suburb. Yes. Called Reed. Yep. In Canberra. And um, that's the only reference to Reed that I know. And that's pretty much the only link to most prime ministers I have. Yeah. To just the, the, the suburbs. Yeah. No, uh, George Reed. Um, nickname? Yes, no, Reed. So they have all had nicknames. That's so interesting. So far, I can't wait to get to the more modern ones and find out some unknown. Nicknames. Well, they don't really have them. They kind of. I mean, I don't think even Bob Hawke had a nickname. I think like maybe it's like Whitlam, and that's probably it. Like, actually, maybe no, if he had a nickname. Yeah, I think they just kind of fall out of style. I think it was like a thing back in the turn of the century. It's probably because it was written. It was only written, um, right? Yeah. Well, is it maybe broadcast on the radio? I would like to know more about that nickname, if but I'll let you. Let yes. You go. I wanted. To, I just wanted to get it up top because I. I just. Th- I just thought it was interesting that they've all had nicknames so far. Um. But uh, no, Mister Reed. So he's like he lasted a lot longer than well, not much longer, but longer than uh, Watson. Watson was like four months. Oh uh, yes. And so. And he got a he got a whole suburb named after him. Four months. He probably, I probably don't even think he got past that like statute of limitations. You need to be a prime minister for this long to get the pension of being a prime minister. You know, yeah. whatever modern day version of that is. Anyway, yeah, he had the glory. <laughs> oh well, you know, four months. I mean, he didn't anyway. really achieve much, really. Um, but George kind of did. I mean, he was only in for ten months, but um, he still got some things done. He got the thing that everyone else failed to do um, over the past like year and. Well, two years now that they've been debating this fucking bill. I can't wait to get over this bill because I can't even... It's hard to explain it, even like... I can't even uh, remember the name of the bill. It's like the... Rec- oh, man, I can't even... It's so yeah. boring. Right. Anyway, it was to do with labor laws, whether or not state employees should be included in basically labor negotiations. Yeah, and, I remember this now. And the bill was largely to do with labor laws and whether or not people could strike and... All the, all the various things that come with that, with working. Um, so, spoiler alert, he passes that, and uh, but that's not his downfall. I mean, that's not 
the reason why he left so early. There's other reasons that we'll get into. But um, yeah, Mr. Reed, let's get through some of the firsts. He, he was, he did achieve some firsts. I mean, it's not hard to do when you're fourth, right? But was he gay? <laughs> <laughs> I covered that in my last episode. Well, not George, but you, you, yeah. You, yeah. I, mean, I know yeah. what you're alluding to. I was right like, here. I gave you that. I gave you that. Um, I'll put that in the category. Point that you could cut it you out. Gave yeah, I gave you a little break so you could cut it out. <laughs> I know you. It's it's staying in. It's staying in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but was he gay? Um, okay, so yeah, he was. So he was the first federal leader of the opposition. First so he was the opposition? Okay. opposition from like 1901, day one. He was like in the opposition. Um, and he was the first federal government. So wait, so can I, sorry, just quickly. So he was the, he was the opposition leader. Yeah. And he had seen all the other prime ministers come through. Yeah. And, and, and uh, he's like been, sat across from them in the. Yeah. Group, so he's the opposition group. leader for Bar- Barton and Deacon and Watson, basically. Yeah. So he's just he been like, like seeing this like cycle of. Yeah, okay. And he was very oppositional. He was he kind of he kind of filled the, fulfilled the role in a lot of ways. Like defined the role almost, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's the leader of the Free Trade Party and this is the first time That's a free true. trader got in um as prime minister. Okay. Sorry, continue. Um, and the only one, things. only free trader. I was going to say first and only. First and only, yeah. 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 Because the party combines with the Protectionist Party, which I find so weird. It's like the Protectionist Party and the Free Trade Party combined together they found some common ground there when you when in reality they both have very different philosophies one wants tariffs and tax people coming in the other one's like fuck it just bring everyone in i don't care those damn tariffs <laughs> it's about, it's all about the tariffs it's, i think every episode should mention tariffs by the way dude I, I even know what a tariff is i think is it like a tax it's probably a tax right? yeah all i know is that's something to do with the rain gauge the rails gauge all right first first federal uh first federal government's first I don't know why that's in there twice, but I didn't. I just copy and pasted that. I should have done some sub editing. Um, so no, he was the first High Commissioner in to the United Kingdom. Um, first, wait, first what High Commissioner? Yeah, first What's a High, high commissioner? commissioner. Is that uh, like a diplomat? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. It's like it's like the lowly diplomat in the UK, the Commonwealth type diplomat, right? Yeah. Like yeah, okay, yep, okay. Uh, and he's the first Premier. To serve as, as a prime minister, so he's a premier. He was the premier of New South Wales before that. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and he, uh, he was also the first uh, former state premier to become prime minister. Um, and there's only two that have done that. So he, him and another guy called Joseph, uh, Joseph Lyons. Spoiler alert: another prime minister down the line. I'm not sure where he fits into the whole scheme of things. I guess we'll find out sooner or later. Yep, about him. Although he has a suburb named after him, I'm sure. He definitely does, if that, if, that, if that is the intention of the suburb lines. But anyway. He was the first member to have resigned federal politics twice and win it back twice. What? Yeah, they, he's another quitter. Uh, another quitter um, based on no, morals really and principles. What, 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 uh, that's like, you know, like people go, what would you do if you could go back in time? I want to go back and talk to that guy. And I want to understand why he went back for a second helping when he realized he didn't want it in the first I place. Will, I hopefully we'll cover it because that was quite interesting what he did there. Um, so I mentioned he's free trader. He was very anti-socialist, so he had a lot of anti-socialist policies. So that meant he that meant he really didn't like Labour, which at the time were kind of very much the ideal socialist party in Australia, and had some like socialist ideas. Although when you really look look, I'm not going to get too into it because I don't want to get this into like a big political 
um, philosophy kind of debate, but like, and I know you really want to debate this, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, oh man, I'm ready, ready and raring to go. But like, you just learn like labor back then wasn't really socialist. They just like rights for workers, basically. Like it, what's socialist right. about that? But socialism back then was like, you, was, the you got the hint of socialism and you were a socialist. You know what I mean? Like yeah. any kind of like. I don't know, softening on those kinds of things and you were just instantly going to be... Because yeah. they're transitioning from a very hierarchical, very, like, I don't know, what's the the class-based structure of England? I know what you mean. Yeah, there is a word for it. Uh, it's, like, um, pa- patriarchal kind of, yeah. Um, well, it's not patriarchal because it has nothing to do with... Well, I mean, it has everything to do with men at this stage in, of history, but but you're right. It's well, the very... relationship between England and Australia was, like, patriarchal. I think I think that's probably a good word for it, right? Like that's the relationship. Like Australia saw it as a, as they say, like a little sister or a little brother. Yeah. To, to but what I mean is the the transition from having a very set class structure. So you would a, a socialist was anyone who wanted anything, any rights for the lower class. Yeah. Right, and to bring them up to upper the upper class because the upper class is so protective of their status. Right. They yeah. didn't want anyone sharing the upper echelon and they thought giving these people i'm 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 assuming here this is how i guess i would think if i was in that position oh you know i don't want to drag these people up because it puts me at risk yeah but anyway well it was kind of like his big platform that was kind of what he how he wanted to differentiate himself between the other candidates labor and, and the protectionists who were had similar values and the free trade he didn't see himself aligned with labor or protectionists as much so he's kind of a bit of a loner and he also didn't um help himself because he he had difficult relationships even with people in his own party like henry parks right henry parks we know love him adore him grandfather of uh federation that's right he uh didn't get along with henry who was the leader of his own party right at the time henry parks was. so yeah, pa- yeah parks was a former premier of new south wales parks by all by all accounts, uh, we haven't really talked about him too much, but I feel like he's like a nice guy, nice, lovable guy. Everyone adores him. Everyone knows him more than Edmund Barton or even any of these prime ministers, which is interesting. Um, but he didn't like Henry Parks, even though Parks asked him twice to join um, his his government, uh, his New South Wales government. He said no. He refused. Didn't like because he didn't like him. He just thought he wouldn't work well with him, so he refused. No. How? Like, imagine doing that today. It's like. You want to, like you want to come work for me? And be like, no, nah, I don't like you. <laughs> well, put it put it in perspective. If someone asks you to come work with them, and they weren't going to pay you, and yeah. you didn't like them, well, he didn't. Uh, Reed didn't believe in getting paid um, as as a politician. <laughs> yeah, he really? was very much yeah anti that. Um, he didn't like Deacon. Hated a Deacon man. Um, thought he's. Hu- uh, uh, I'm just reading a quote here. Um, uh, yeah, he was not universally appreciated. Um, Deacon, but it was likewise that so Deacon actually detested Reed as well, describing him as an inordinately vain and resolutely selfish. Uh, and their cold relationship would affect both their later careers. Okay. Um, yeah, which we'll find out. Um, and he also didn't really like Watson, but that's only, I think, because Watson was a Labour guy. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but they in the beginning, um, labor and free traders actually had a so like from like nineteen oh one right when like when federation happened and the like, first federal elections were happening, they actually had a an alliance free traders and labor. 
So like they had some common ground, mm. like they had some something in common, but eventually they kind of split. Um, so yeah, he 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 really didn't like a lot of people, but he was really really well liked by the people. Um, oh really? Okay. He, yeah, he he was uh, he was kind of widely adored. Um, early years, so he's born in Scotland. Um, he immigrated here when he was like seven. Um, and his father was a reverend, uh, Presbyterian minister. Uh, and then the family, yeah, the family moved to, to Melbourne in 1852. And he grew up in, in Melbourne, but he moved to Sydney uh, and then worked um, basically as an accountant for like most of his career. But uh, he also um, studied law and became a barrister like in the later 1800s. So again, another lawyer, accountant lawyer, which is fine. Like, you know, a lot of... um. I found this in my research, and I, I know this today as well. There's a lot of a lot of Scottish people in Australian finance. Like, the Scottish people are like renowned for like being like really good advisors in, in finance. Seems. Like accountants and actuaries, and like they're every like they're everywhere in that in those industries, which is interesting. It does seem like a statistical anomaly. Like, why? What? What is the causation there? What? I don't know because when I worked, when I worked at actuaries. No joke, like every second person I would talk to was like Scottish. All right. Yeah. That is really interesting. And I, I couldn't find out why I asked. I was like, why is everyone just like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this because like, why is there no one else asking this? Yeah, it's not like you, you weren't asking about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's different if you were asking like, why has everyone got a particular skin color or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't why ask do you guys have it. awful accents? <laughs> um, we Just clarify we don't dislike Scottish accents. <laughs> no. Just that, because you didn't. It's hard to understand, that. though. <laughs> so was so was so was an Aussie accent. Nah, I think ours is pretty clear. I'll start talking our normal volume speed. Um, so yeah, Reed was actually a premier, as I mentioned. He was a treasurer uh, for New South Wales, but he actually was outed as premier right before Federation, and during that time period, I think it was like about a year. So it was like eighteen eighty nine or ninety nine. So he had a couple. He had uh, used that time to campaign to like get elected in, um, like federally. Yep. And he was successful. So he got up in Sydney. I won't mention the seat because who cares? But um, yeah, he uh, big advocate for for free trade, obviously. And this is an interesting time because like um, free trade was kind of like a the liberal kind of party, but also the protectionists were very liberal. So they all had like these different flavors of liberalism in Australia at the time. Okay. So you had like the protectionists who had, um, you know, kind of like a more of a welfare-ish state kind of um, approach with liberalism. Then you had the free traders like Reed who were like classical liberals, like, you know, the typical, um, you know, uh, French style uh liberalism that comes with i mean this is stuff that you are like really keen on so i, I mean you studied this so you should you should talk on this well i, I mean i'm literally like <laughs> waiting for your explanation of what french liberalism is like classical uh, you know like like it was born out of like um the like french revolution yeah beheading of the french royal family yeah and liberalism that was like the foundation of like the american constitution as well like but, that I mean, classical are you, liberal are you saying that a typical like center left kind of thing but no but you're saying a typical liberal would be you know anti-monarchy like a republican as well or are you saying that yeah 
To some extent, yes. Yeah. At least back then, or because I know that I feel like liberals, or my experience, liberals are not back then. The more true today, more today, but anti-republican. But yeah. Well, they no, they they were still they still saw themselves as subjects. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, there probably it, wasn't a lot of. It was only just in terms of like political philosophy. Yeah. Okay. All right. And their approach to, you know, finance and taxation and tariffs. Like, look, you you had me at, you know, center. That's where I sit. That's yeah, he's he was definitely he's definitely more of a classical liberal as what you, you would describe today. And as I, I might mention later on, like some of his policies, particularly in like the eighties, was really kind of adored and um, respected by Labor back like in Australia. And that's where um, some of the more liberal aspects of our government and our like kind of system probably stem from Reid actually. So I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, I won't go on, on that too much. So he did support... So this is where that his nickname was Yes, No, Reed. He did support Federation, but at one point he didn't. He's very much a flip-flopper. Like, he was very much a fence-sitter in terms right. of his uh, opinions about a lot of things. To the point where, like, um, when the traction for Federation was kind of getting to, like, a really high point, um, Barton asked him to, like because he was very influential and like he could like sway a lot of people to federation right yeah so barton asked him to do a speech and uh like reed just went on as like just the pros and cons of it and at the end no one really knew he's like he basically said yeah he basically said it's up to you like now it's down to you you choose you decide like i'm not gonna say anything and barton's like far out yeah, <laughs> like, I, like I wanted you to to, to support it, not give people a choice. But he he didn't. The reason why he didn't initially like it because he, he it was a socialism thing. He thought some of the aspects of uh, our constitution were like socialist, and has like yeah. So he initially rights he for workers. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also he was very much a big supporter of New South Wales and wanted that to be protected. And he thought that it would surrender New South Wales as like very healthy position and some of it's like free trade policies it's um, a really interesting i like that actually it was something that i don't know if we talked about before but it is an interesting concept the idea that we'd never federated and then like you know which states would have been better off oh man because like there's there's you know there's resources pretty much all over australia everywhere but it would have been fascinating. It, it just like to see like what and what would have transpired. Like, would Someone's there have been civil wars, you know? Because yeah. uh, like, or would it have been hunky dory, and we just would have had amazing trade policies and and then, but then you you would have had a rich and a poor state. Yeah, yeah, and that's you would right. have had people that states that fell in the in the middle. So it's good, and you probably have... didn't. You probably wouldn't never had territories. No. You would probably, I would actually. What we need to, you know, what we need to have a look at. I think is the maps of the of each like during these periods of time. Yeah. To know what these what these states are because there's federation, right? So they're do representatives like a for D and D campaign based on, based on the map of 1908. <laughs> no, we should just do a D like yeah, like a role playing game of um, early federation. Oh, if it didn't happen. And we and we and like it's just three hours of us um, recreating. <laughs> Recreating the meetings that happened right up to the Federation, and we could decide whether or not we want to do it. Like, yeah, and we, we you research, you Actually, research Reed, and I'll be Parks, uh, and uh, <laughs> we'll have a conversation about <laughs> Federation. Uh, so yeah, he he, but he eventually came around. But in, in, this is his speech to um, 
these people at um, at the time trying to hopefully Barton was trying to get him to convince people. But this is what he said. He said, "Now I say to you, I say, I say, I say." No, he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> did, I say, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did he not say, "I say, I say, I say," or did he no. not? You, did you the voice you I just put made, on? Both. No, he, okay. he, did, he did say, now I say to you, now I say to you, having pointed out my mind and having shown you the dark places as well as the light places of this constitution, I hope every man in this country without um, coercion from me, without any interference from me, will judge for myself, for himself. For himself because only men can vote. Well, that's time. what I was about to say. Um, not that that's appropriate, but I just, I, I did notice that that was a thing. I just want to look, so... Oh man, we should try and put an accent on this, right? All right. Oh, no, no, no. You know, I keep thinking Foghorn Leghorn, yeah, like KFC. Much. Well, he does look like you know Sanders kind of thing. I don't know if I got for a some reason. Of him. I should have shown you a picture of him actually. Um, you can look it up. And you're not, yeah. I'll look it up. Um, but he looks like a, he's like a really, he's like a big fat man, with like a big mustache, balding, like something, someone you would think would exist back then, be like a king. Um. Yeah, that was that was Reed trying to convince people to, that federation was a good idea. Uh, yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah, he's Just definitely that mustache, like that walrus like mustache. Anti. What our all the prime ministers up till him look completely different. They're all very like they yeah. all look like a lot younger, a lot healthier. So, uh, sorry, George. I just want before I get in, like into the to the weeds around his federal career and some of his state career. Uh, I'll just touch on his personality because he was uh, more of a kind of quick-witted, more entertaining kind of vibe about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good speaker. He was described as perhaps the best platform speaker in the empire. Oh, that's such an interesting... Yeah. In the empire. Yeah, both amusing. Who's quite large in this time. Yeah, he was both amusing and informing his audiences uh, and people would flock to see him. And like they would heckle him as well and he would just like like jeer back at them. Like in one particular incident here, which is my favourite story about him, about like how quick-witted he was and he had like this affinity for humour. Um, when a heckler pointed out to his ample paunch... <laughs> that's what the fucking biographer said. So he's a fat man, he's a big guy. Uh, and the guy and someone from the crowd said, uh, what are you going to call it, George? Like pointing at his big giant belly and which Reed replied, if it's a boy, I'll call it after myself. If it's a girl, I'll call it Victoria. <laughs> but if, as I strongly suspect, it's nothing but piss and wind, I'll name it after you. Oh, got him. Got him. That's great. What a, what I mean, dude. whether or not. That was written for him beforehand, like you know, getting some. Oh, and the, the guy was a place. It's a, pretty good. A plant off the top of your fucking head. Man. Yeah, that's. I mean, uh, and it might also be like a saying of the day for fat people. You know, you yeah. know, he didn't get fat overnight. He probably said that's something someone else. But anyway, I like I, it. I uh, was reading some of his speeches as well, and um, they put in like cr- like what people hear from the crowd. And I think it's like mostly in Parliament, but also like people in like these. Um, when they do like the free band, like in like an open air kind of crowd thing, they'll just, they'll verbatim write down what people are saying to him in the crowd and he'll address them sometimes. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I did, it wasn't me, you know, like, you know, like he would, he would answer to them, which I thought was interesting. No wonder people liked him. Yeah. Probably he got a good rap everywhere. Yeah. They loved him. They really did. 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I've covered that. Imagine that's now that's what we're missing in politics. I would love a prime minister to clap back at me if I was there, but sort of jeer at him in a crowd, you know, him or her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I vote for anyone if they were like giving me shit back. That sounds great. That sounds like I want that yeah. person to, to to be interacting with other foreign leaders and dignitaries. Yeah. Like, you know, people who can't string a couple of words together are not the people you want in in a position of power. And I think, you know, we've had, I can't remember who it was, but there were we've had a, a prime minister who was not very good yeah. in public. I have a very distinctly remember. Deacon was pretty good, I think. Deacon was great. Yeah, Deacon was good. Was but it, he was um, still affable. Like, he he had... Uh, he, he probably... He just had a, a different way of approaching social environments and, like, way of speaking. He was a statesman. Like, you just think of, like, a Edwardian statesman of the time, and that's... That's Deacon. Right, okay. Like, very, like, good posture. That's all, yeah. I, that's all I think. And, like, and you I, know, tugging at his um, lapels, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. and he right. wanted it. Like, that's 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 what he wanted to craft. Like, he crafted that image. But Reed was, like, more of a man of the people. Yeah. I get that impression. Yeah. And then while Watson was uh, more of a young, fresh professional... Because he was standoffish, though. Yeah, he was standoffish, but he was still likable. Like, he's still... I, I mean, if it's like one of those guys. He's probably one of those introverts where, you like, when you start talking to him, he's like, oh, that's a really nice guy. You just don't see him enough. Yeah, because he just wants to go home. <laughs> yeah. He's supposed to, to get bed. on the train and listen to his tunes because he lost the Prime Minister. That's right, as he goes all the way back to Sydney. <laughs> all the way back to Sydney, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, so, Reed. So, um, where we left off, Watson was outed. He couldn't get the bill up. He couldn't get this uh, conciliation bill. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what happened was there was a vote of no, no confidence on Watson, and Watson's like went to the governor general. He's like, let's just let's just dissolve everything. And the governor general was like, no, get Reed in. It's time for Reed's turn because he was the leader of opposition. What was the bill called again? Uh, the arbitration and conciliation bill. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to put that. Put if if you actually if that's wrong, you know, I want you to post in the comments. It is say. wrong. I think it's concealing. Yeah, I'm pre- well, I'm close. I'm pretty damn close. Uh, and send all um, suggestions on um, how to spell that to. You know what's funny is that it goes right. This bill is about labor rights, and we've been arguing about this shit for fucking over a hundred years because it goes right up to work choices, man. This stuff. Wait, so, you're saying you're saying in some form, or yeah, it's yeah. like it evolves over time. Yeah, yeah okay. but like late, like it's, it's just, like this bill is still going. <laughs> this bill yeah. has still not hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you know, we were, we we're trying to work out like why he was chosen. Like, why was Watson and then Re- like how did it happen? Well, that's kind of how it happened. Like, they they basically did take turns because they couldn't decide. They couldn't get things done, right? Mm-hmm. So there's just three parties in at the time. If all of them had equal seats, so they all had to kind of work together in some way. So at the time, you had Deacon had Labor on his side at this point because Labor and Deacon had more in common with like some of their policies. Yeah. So Deacon was using that to his advantage, like leveraging that wherever he could. And because Reed hated Deacon and he hated Labor, he really didn't have any allies. But at the time, some of the protectionists and some of the free traders, they, they did their own thing. Like they would vote on their own 
unlike Labor, Labor would vote in a block. Labor were very, very um, regimented and, and would always have consensus on issues before they went to a vote. Yep. So they were very Solidarity. powerful. Solidarity. Yeah. So they were very powerful. And the free traders and, and protectionists just didn't operate like that. Um, so because, no, they couldn't govern outright, Reid had to rely on protectionist ministers. So his deputy prime minister was a protectionist. He even had some labor guys in, I think. No, no, he didn't. He didn't have labor guys in because he, would, he, wouldn't he wouldn't work with labor. So he just had, so he had a mix of like free traders and um, protectionists. And Deacon, so Reid, I think Reid asked if Deacon, no, actually, no, I think De- Deacon had the opportunity to like join the government and do something in the government. But no, he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to sit back and watch. Deacon. I'm gonna, he, just the shadowy figure of Deacon just yeah. lingering this whole time because he's he's had that he's day he, one got that sense of him so far right that he's just like waiting for the waiting to swoop in yeah yeah just, and he did he did so he did spectacularly well jumping ahead because he knew he had the backing of Labour and he knew that he probably could um, he'd probably been working on this for, for a long time and this is spoiler alert um, they'll fu- they'll fuse the, the two parties together to come at labor yeah so he probably had that in his back pocket knowing that that was going to be something that they had to do otherwise they were they weren't going to get anywhere um, so that was what Reed had to do he had to work with protectionists he, he didn't work with Deacon and he started, he got the bill done. Like the bill was done. Like he conceded. All right, yeah, put the fucking state in, please. I don't give a shit anymore. Just get it up. And so the bill was passed. Um, but he didn't do a whole lot of other shit, man. Like that was pretty much well, his biggest for how achievement. Long? How long was he? Ten, 10 months. 10 months. And six months, they weren't sitting. <laughs> they had the huge recess for like six months. Yeah. So, what, so, what was it, what was so they were just like going around like campaigning and like, shoring up support and i'm not sure why it was such a long time but it was difficult because he he had to travel from sydney to melbourne because there was no camera at the time they had to have parliament in melbourne that's just where that that's where they held federal jesus yeah trip so it's like a day it's like a day train ride back then yeah and he was starting his uh, practice at the time like he's trying to get he's trying to make money off law and because they weren't getting paid a lot if not anything at that time um, it was really hard for him. It was really hard for Reed to get around and and do things. And Deacon's based in Melbourne, so it was easy for him. Um, yeah. So and like imagine like it was, it was two like to get from Brisbane to Melbourne. I think it was like two days on a train. Well, I, I mean, look, I've, the whole time you've just been talking, I've been thinking about the trains, <laughs> and um, and it would be more than I reckon because I mean, let's face it, those damn tariffs. Those tame tariffs. They would have had to swap trains at the border of every fucking state because of those damn the gauge of the railway lines. Like anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm look. I love train travel. I think train travel is great. I think they would have had a pretty good time. If you, if you didn't think that you know, um, Pisspot, what's his name, wasn't getting fucking tipsy on the damn trains between you know wherever in Melbourne, you're crazy. You're yeah, Pisspot who? Pisspot, um. Toby, Toby, um, Toby Pisspot, Tosspot, Toby Tosspot, Pisspot sounds way better. <laughs> Toby Pisspot, got that. Toby Damn. Um, but who liked their drink? Not Barton. Yeah, it was Barton. Yeah, was it Barton that liked the drink? 
Yeah, he drank he drank rum in the morning. <laughs> you know, he's this is my look. We we haven't covered this. So obviously, Matt, you weren't here for the last podcast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Comment. Well, we didn't even cover that. You did cover off on a prime minister last time. Yeah, well, I cut. No, I didn't. I didn't cover a part. I just covered on stuff we missed. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. But I I did say that Barton. Um, I found out what he liked to drink. So he drank rum in the morning. Got up, drank rum and milk in the morning. Oh, then yum. he would have like um, a stout or lager for lunch. Uh, and then like move into wine for dinner and then like have spirits in the evening. Like, so he would drink all day. Interesting. And there was, and then I did read a quote where there was like, someone went at him when he was like in New South Wales, like, um, parliament at the time. And like some labor guy just went at him. He's like, (laughs) he's like, you are so drunk and lazy. One time I saw you at like a public event and before you went up on stage, you like, you had to be like toned up. Like you had to be like slapped around. Like, and he was like (laughs) slurring and like, like, almost like coming off the stage and people like in the front row were so ashamed that they left. This is what the labor guy was like, like just hammering him. (laughs) (laughs) But even, and then I was like, also Deacon admitted that he was quite lazy and lacked attention to detail. Button. Button. Yeah. Super relatable. Uh, Um, Yeah. And I know I say this for every, except that white Australia policy stuff. That was not relatable. I'll get into that. And I know I say this for every prime minister, uh, but Reid really relate to really relate to him. Yeah. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know what exactly, but I can. Interesting. Um, he's quit wit. Quit wit. I think I can relate to. Yeah, that. I got that quit quick wit. Yeah, I think can't say quick wit. You know, being a man of the people, I, I'm not. I don't consider us to be, you know, men of high-reaching class. You know, it's definitely that that Westy New South Wales Westy mentality. So I think I I, I tend to I tend to sort of be, um, I tend to tend towards those. Um, you know, hero. What are they called? Like um, working class heroes. Yeah. Right. That's how I feel. And not dogs. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, you mentioned what Australia policy actually, because I wanted to learn more about that. It was hard to find about uh, his stance on white Australia from like the one page of Google results I looked at. <laughs> all of the all of the all, results all apparently. Or on the first page. <laughs> Uh, Wait, no. it wasn't one page. It was more than that. You just read the first page. Well, I I dab. I, w- I went through a few links. Um, but I want. I just wanted to know. I, I unlike because I don't think he was really involved in creating that policy. So I don't think people. And it was passed before he was in. Yeah. So it's hard to know his stance. But he was talking about it. So I read some of his speeches. And that's why I was reading them just to see what he thought about it because he's free trade typically you would want more people to come into your country to help you support it and thrive and you know support you know just yeah it makes sense get manpower in to support industry yeah um but he did support it but he's probably the one of the few people who had caveats like he was he, he and i think we, we covered this in the first episode about the testing about white australia so you could the test that they had to come to australia you you it's basically a written exam and you could answer it any um what was it? any european language i think it was right memory. yeah <laughs> so you, yeah. if you if you spoke any of these languages and you did the test you're fine you can come in but you need so to basically know excluding a- asians and yeah probably like pretty much anything asians with cyrillic alphabet maybe as well like yeah they didn't go that far yeah but east but but reed didn't like that he thought that that was a bit um, oppressive like he thought that that he said that like there would be some Australians who probably couldn't do that test because they can't read or write like like 
Smart guy. Yeah. So well, like, a man of the people. Yeah. He knew, he knew the people, right? That's interesting. And it's funny, we're reading that speech and they're like, well, and someone says, well, you voted on it. And he's like, well, if I did, then, then you know, curse me to hell, like that kind of thing. But like that kind of like, like attitude. Um, but so he did, he did in a lot of ways support it because I think he kind of had to like back then, like there's no way around it. Like it's yeah. pretty much what everyone's wanting. And yeah, that's right. And you have to... Um, you have to give a little to get a little and be, you know, be showing. It's just like House of Cards type stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, and they also, uh, another situation around um, having such a intolerance towards people who aren't white back then, um, this little tidbit here that I found um, when he was this, around the acceptance of um, Britain's New Guinea as a Commonwealth territory when they were trying to establish it. And Labor attempted to amend the bill um, so that the proposed Papa Legislative Council would be elected by the white population there. But Reid thought that um, that the blacks should have rights. He, he, uh, I'm saying blacks, but that's that I'm quoting. Oh, it's now. a quote. <laughs> uh, just right, just rights of the blacks. So he just rights of the blacks. He says. So he he really thought that like a normal person would that. People who live in their own country should have a say about uh, who's got, who governs it. Man, what a visionary. Right? <laughs> right? He was literally 100 years ahead of his time. Um, yeah. Well, probably a little less than. It's so but... funny how, like, but it's not that long ago when you think about it. Like, we were, we were still that dumb. Yeah, still like, that... there's still there's still people out there that just, like... We just mm. thought we were better than everybody. It's, uh, it's perplexing. Yeah. It is really perplexing. I think, you know what, this is really, this is something that's so strange to us, like super strange to us because we grew up in places like Liverpool and Cabramatta, Kasula, Penrith, you know, these, you know, highly, maybe not Penrith, <laughs> you know, highly multicultural areas. So something, something just like even as simple as just being like, you know, people who live in the country that they live in should run their own country. Even from a young age, we would have been like, of course, what, what, I'm not, I, why are we all confused about this? You know, yeah. why would anyone have a different opinion? Anyway, I've always thought about that, about you know the innocence of children. Yeah, but it, they, their their thoughts on it just make so much sense. Absolutely. So, uh, I mean, we have. I mean, again, hasn't done much. To, he's done. The, he's passed the bill. Everyone's happy. Yay. Um, I'll mention other things that he. he he had passed and done a bit later, like as part of his legacy. But I just want to cover uh, exactly what happened when he got, he kind of got axed or this, how Deacon got back in. Um, so I mentioned that recess, right? So they had that long six months off. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like an awful, like, so Did they get more paid? than half the time <laughs> he had as prime <laughs> minister was like, they weren't talking to each other. They weren't debating anything. Like no. it was just, I mean, like, okay, Let's face it; it's the time, it's the t- the style of the times. What? How much legislation was being, you know, suggested and needed to be discussed in Parliament? I mean, how much? I mean, okay. Granted, we are only a few years in a federation, so there probably is a few things we need to talk about in mm. that six months. But I mean, uh, what are the rates of legislation going to the floor t- t- today? Probably significantly increased to what it was back then. And the rates of communication True. back then would probably inhibit that as well. I don't know. I'm, well, they had the three parties in, making things really slow, but... But still, six months off. It's a, it's a long time off. Mm. But he spent most of his time attacking Labor. Like, he was obsessed with Labor 
basically taking down the fabric of, of Australia and, and just com- completely bringing in a, a new world order. Like that's what he really believed. And there was no truth. I don't think there's any truth behind it because like it hasn't come to fruition. Labor's been in and out of power for the past hundred years. Uh, to the point where he renamed his party the Anti-Socialist Party <laughs> after after he got axed, after he was outed as Prime Minister. God, I hated him that much. It's like Labour being the anti-Liberal Party. Like, just yeah. being like... That's how much of a liberal he was, like a classical liberal that he, he thought in the ideals of uh, yeah, having a, a free trade system. Um, what are the policies of liberalism? That's all I can think of right now, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, socialism is all about... Com- me. Well, no, I, mean, I mean, like, really, it really did butt into those ideas. I mean, Deacon, Deacon was more about a balance there, like having a mix of more more of a kind of central, centralist or liberal um, policies and then also having more socially... Um, more well, socially I mean... conservative. Right, so, like, social... So, I mean, this is... Okay, tell me if I'm wrong in, yeah. in these in these sort of assumptions here, but when I think of socialism, I think of, like, uh, you know, the, the government having more power right more control of utilities and services and and social welfare and then i think of liberals i think of you know privatization of those same things to it's less government control of those things to enable small l liberal values is yeah more less government involvement right yeah and control and that's what that's what reed was all about yeah okay Good. Just and so then, I'm just so, just so I know I'm on the right page. But yeah, but like you also have like so yeah yeah you have like very as I said different flavors of liberalism because you had then the trade union liberalism which was liberalism at, at the benefit of workers and and lower class. Well, not really. Well, class wasn't really a thing in Australia. It never has been to, to like uh, to an extent as it is in like England. But uh, I think workers' rights and uh, communities like that that were really very much thinking about that yeah yeah but yeah he was obsessed he, he was upset and the, the i think it probably led him to his demise in the top job because as he he was going so hard at uh, labor deacon was getting feeling a bit threatened because he relied so deacon relied obviously on labor yeah and eventually deacon was seeing so deacon, you know deacon's pretty powerful man like still leader of the protectionists um he has protectionists in the reed government um yes and he hates reed so he wants to take him down at all costs and he has labor on his side so he he's in a good spot and i think reed knows this by now so reed's going hard on labor deacon feels threatened to the point where he went to ballarat and he made a speech and he was kind of misquoted but he I don't have I don't have the speech in front of me, but what it was reported as it was uh, basically a notice for Reed to quit, um, and I don't think it was I think it was misconstrued. Was Ballarat his seat or something like? What? Uh, I think it was just like a random like, um, like gathering or something. Major population. Yeah, well, yeah, I think well, it would have been at the time. It'd probably be a bit dwindling a little bit, but yeah. So so Deacon. So but it what, gets reported, what right? Was the, oh, okay. So yeah, there's flow on effects. Yeah. Gets, yeah. So and then so Reed sees that, and I think the writings are already in the wall. Um, and uh, yeah, he. What happens actually? So there's a flow on effect of you know Deacon made this speech, 
and then essentially led to the demise. Yeah, because because Deacon that Deacon sees labor as having very similar values as what, how, what he upholds and what's on the protectionist uphold. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, and so I think it was just a good excuse for him to go. Yeah, it's time for you to to jump out. Not and he may be he may have played it like he may have gone. Does Reed need to stay here? Maybe not. He's like <laughs> winking at the audience, at the reporters at the back. I'm not saying Reed needs to go. Oh, uh, I see. Go. You're, so you're saying he didn't come out and say it, but alluded to the fact that 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 was the position that should be taken. Yeah. And then the flow-on effect was like, oh yeah, well Deacon's a great guy. He's a previous prime minister. He's a great leader. You know, maybe he, we. Yeah, he yeah. he made a speech at Ballarat, and I'm just reading this. And he, but Deacon would later argue it was only a friendly warning <laughs> to read on the. Oh issue. right, okay. So it wasn't even there was it wasn't even subtext. It was like actual text. Yeah, and it was uh, friendly. I love that. But yeah, also read at this time during uh, the recess. He's having disputes with the attorney general. And the justices of the high court, so he's not making friends anywhere, really. I feel like this is this is the reason, right? This must be like I'm reading. I'm, no one's no one's clearly said. No, no historians like Reed was outed because he was a fucking idiot and just didn't play nice with people. Yeah, couldn't make friends. But I'm just I'm just reading the like. It just sounds like he just didn't get along with anybody. Yeah, and just, yeah. He, he relied on the people, and you see that with a lot of politicians nowadays. Actually, like populists. Um, they're friends within the party, but they got so much backing by people that they're almost invincible. Mm. Like like Donald like Donald Trump yeah. in a way. But Reed obviously didn't have like just the system wasn't built for him. Um, and uh, I mean, a man who goes and calls himself you know calls his party the anti-socialist party. You know, like he's making huge statements. This guy's not afraid to make statements, which doesn't make you friends. Yeah. Um, but I am curious, who was the opposition leader? Do you uh, know? So it was Watson. So what, it passed on to Watson at the time. Watson, who yeah, was, was just prime leader. minister. He, yeah, he was oh, still right, leader got, of Labour Party. Right. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So Reed challenged Deacon. Um, so he had a speech prepared uh, regarding his acrimonious relationship with the Governor General, uh, <laughs> and, and so he did a different speech. Uh, one about proposing uh, only a new electoral act as a preliminary, preliminary to a general election. So I think it was kind of like a shot across the bows, like let's just rewrite the election laws now. Let's just do that. Like as prime minister, like let's let's start now <laughs> changing the laws. Yes. Yeah, and this, so this is I like can stay. Stuff like just like yeah, cool. Make make my life easier when I go to get reelected. Let's change some things up. But uh, Deacon moved to censure, and then it was done. By I think by he what, sorry he moved to what he moved censure. So I think um, voted no confidence. Basically, I think. Oh right, which which what we'll forced the hand of the election? Yeah. Okay. It didn't out him, but it forced the yeah. He came back. Polls. He came back. Um. So yeah, and that's yeah. So the, the ministry folded, and Deacon came back in. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love Deacon. I think Deacon's going to be my favorite so far. We'll go, got him next week. 
um, once again, which would be very interesting. I'm thinking about doing something a bit different for that, I think. Okay. Yeah, something something interesting. I'll, I'll see how I go, but uh, yeah. Um, so nine. So Reed managed to pass nine acts at the time, which is pretty pretty good. <laughs> well, I mean... Better than Watson. Well, I mean, he's in for more than twice actually. the time. Because he's in longer the Deacon. Like, the Deacon's first... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Deacon was what, Barton's months. in the longest so far? Yeah. Over a year? 18 uh, months or two, something? No, it was like two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, he's not done to... No one's made a full term yet. No, no one's made right. it. No, no one's made to like a full election cycle. <laughs> in fact, we've had, we've had Barton, Deacon, Watson, Reed, all pretty much within one term. Yeah. So I got it right around the wrong way. It's Conciliation and Arbitration Act. So switch those around. There we go. Got it right. I thought you said conciliation and rec- reconciliation. I don't know. No, I said arbitration. No, what did no, I say? I don't know. I th- I th- yeah, I might have said <laughs> Play it back. Play it back. Jamie, play that back. Um, uh, Jamie. Jamie, Jamie, pull that bitch up. Jamie. Uh, so, a reason why we don't hear a lot about Reed, even though he passed that bill and, and compromised and was very well liked and uh, was a first in a lot of ways, um, a lot of historians kind of overlook him for a number of reasons. Like Deacon was just overshadowing everything, right? But also Deacon wrote a hell of a lot. Like he he was prolific. He wrote constantly. So we kind of knew what was in his going on in his head. Reed was totally opposite. Like it's just they're just two polar opposite people. He didn't write anything down. <laughs> He's just there was very few records of like what he did. He wasn't that type of guy. So, yeah, sounds like my kind of guy. Just it's all in his head, right? And that's because he relies on his quick wit and his, you know, sure footedness and his thoughts. I like that. I think yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate it more for that, actually. But I think about that a lot. Like, if I get famous and someone has to do a biography, it's like, well, I didn't write anything down. You're going to have to talk to people. Yeah. It, you, it, not only that, is there's no photos. <laughs> my my mum didn't believe in photos. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I did journal. I mean, I do journals, but they're all shit. Like it's did, not about my day. Did my? Did, do you have any like drawings from when you were a kid? I got drawings. Yeah. Do you? But like spaceships. I have any drawings. Where's my fucking shit? shit? My. What do you mean? I, I you kept, kept it. it. Where was I? I kept it for me. It's my shit. What year were you in when you were keeping this shit? Like, yeah, you're the most responsible goddamn seven year old I've ever met. I bet. <laughs> Telling me to wipe my hands of grease before I touch the controls of a game. Oh yes, I do. Anyway, um. So anyway, so to he's he's out. What did he do after? Did he say anything about what he did well, after? Well, yeah. So that's where he ramped up the anti-labor thing. He yeah, he changed the name of his party to anti-social party. Um, I want to step on Deacon next episode, but essentially what happens is yeah, that fusion fusion happens between the protectionists and free traders to form the fusion party, which was later known as the liberal party. Fusion party? The fusion They party. actually, was they it actually called that it, for a little while? Yeah, for a little while it's called the fusion party. Fusion. Fusion. This was before the idea of, you know, fusion. Well, maybe physics fusion. Not. Yeah. The thing. Yeah, it, you must, know, it, was, yeah, it must be. Well, two things fused, I guess. But, um, yeah, that's really interesting. Okay. And um, but what about his, like, late life and death and stuff? We got anything about that? That's stuff we don't really talk about, but I would be keen to know, you know, how he died. <laughs> it's a sadistic part uh, yeah, there. Yeah, I but... didn't. Uh, I thought I had too much, so I kind of left it out. 
Uh, Dude, I would much rather talk about that than talk about the, the reconciliation. What avoidance? Act. The reconciliation act is is the linchpin of of modern um, modern labor laws now, which I have no clue about. So it's <laughs> work choices, man. But I don't. I don't even know. I know I don't that don't I'm benefited that by the. Oh, here we go. Uh, Died September twelfth, nineteen eighteen. I think he was the first prime minister to get a, like, um, what was it called? Like a, a, a proper send off, like a, a proper prime ministerial burial, funeral. Oh, like you know all the they bells and whistles. Big, yeah, they and... made a big fuss over it. I think free trainers. because he died before Barton and Deacon. Interesting. Uh, fast facts. This is a good website actually. Uh, I think Wikipedia is the best. Oh, he was the opposition leader for the, for the first for six of the first seven years of yep. our federation. He he should have just stayed there. He probably would have been more effective as an opposition leader, right, than he would be as a ten month ten months in his um, position as uh, prime minister. Oh, that's right. He moved back to England and he became a minister there, which also another first because he's the only prime minister and politician who's served at like on federally in australia and also you know nationally in um in the uk oh and because he says he went from being a prime minister to then being appointed the high commissioner in london mm-hmm. right okay he was extremely popular in britain yeah he would yeah how could you not be unopposed to the house of commons okay yeah so he's in the house of commons yeah he was an interesting guy and can really relate to him. He died at 73 of cerebral thrombosis. Uh, interesting. What's this? But uh, except for the protectionist policies by the parties. Okay. Yep. Anyway. He, uh, he, he refused. So when, uh, I forgot to mention, so when Deacon came in and created the Fusion Party, he refused to. He's like, nah. Deacon created the fusion party? Yeah. Uh because he fused the two parties two together, parties right? Together. Yeah, gotcha. Um and yeah, re resigned as party leader at when that happened. Yeah. And then there was an interim leader at the time, but but by that stage it, it didn't matter because the free trade party was no more. God, he just was stood on his principles, didn't he? I mean that's why he didn't make friends, but yeah, he just went, No, fuck you guys, I'm not if I'm joining with this dickhead deacon, I'm not I'm not being a part of it. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I like him. I like him too. There's not much else. Like, again, there's not much else written about him. I feel like it's getting... Between him and Watson, yeah, you could barely write a book about them. <laughs> because, well, I mean, well, first of all, and Watson was in for four months or whatever, and, and, and you know, how much can you write about a, a person who's, who's literal, pretty much the majority of his... Um, Prime Ministership was six months of not sitting. Yeah, and right? just just sitting like, around and just like blasting Labour, putting them on <laughs> blast. Yes. Well, I think I appreciate him as a as a kid. I think you know I'm still probably I think my of the four, my top now is still Deacon. Right, and spoilers again. We we know what happens, but I still like Deacon. I think he's shifty, but he's I think he's a good leader. I think he's, he's got a head on his shoulders, mm-hmm. very creative. 
and then I think it now is is Reed, and then Barton, and then Watson. Because I don't care about Watson because he's in it for four months. Yeah. <laughs> what was that Simpsons thing? My name was Henry Harrison. What was the? I died in forty days. That's the, right. The, yeah, I died in forty days. Yeah, that's uh, that's Reed, man. There you go. All right, we'll leave it there. We've hit an hour. God. Time flies when you're talking about prime ministers. You talk about the con- uh, consideration and arbitration bill act of 1904 passed by Reed is it a bill before it gets passed and then it becomes an act yeah well there you go that's that's my um, that's how it works man Australian legislation fact of uh, of the podcast and for those people who are listening to this and didn't know that that's um, you're welcome yeah I'm sure there are a lot of people out there dumber than us just learning so much I mean this this is for you this is for you I think this is for you, Chris. This is for me, yeah. Honestly, this is just for me. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, uh, have a good night. Snap. Snap! I will just say, 